Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Blessed Is She That Believes, season one, episode four. I'm just so excited and I'm a little confused as to why I'm up after midnight, but hey, it is what it is. Creatives know, y'all know you got to put in that work. So I'm glad that you all just stopped through to listen to this week's episode. Um, Let's do some little, you know, reminders here. Y'all. I need for y'all, my folk, my fam, you know, I need y'all to go ahead and share and let everyone know about this podcast. Listen, I need y'all help so I can get on Latarius Whitfield's yellow couch. I'm trying to do that before the end of the year. I need to get my followers up. Like I'm not really into having a bunch of followers and stuff like y'all need to follow Jesus. To be honest, don't follow me because I'm a, I'm a mess up every single time, but um, for all purposes and intents and logistics of how things work here. Um, I would like to sit on his yellow couch. It just looks so comfy and I like to talk. Um, so I want to sit on the yellow couch. I mean, eventually I'll get my own yellow couch, maybe cheetah print. Cause I like cheetah print, but y'all know what I'm saying. I want to be on dear future wifey just because of the fact that I fully support what Latarius is doing. I'm going to say Mr. Whitfield, um, what Mr. Whitfield is doing. Um, it's just, I, I am truly blessed every time I watch an episode of your future wifey. It's not even about the marriage. That's just what is centered around. Well, it's centered around Jesus, but you know what I mean? Like it's about what each person, the individual had to go through. Like they had to put in work on themselves first before they could, get into a a relationship with someone else. Like that's, that's so serious. Um, I don't think many people put that much emphasis on how important it is to do that work before you get married. So I completely salute him, especially as a man, a black man for taking the time out to spotlight those things. And I just want to say, if you're not watching dear future wifey, you really need to jump on the ball, whether you are in a relationship, not in a relationship, you don't know what's going on. It's complicated. Whatever your relationship status is, y'all need to tune into that because it is really a blessing. Um, that episode at the beginning of 2023 this year, that man cried on his podcast. Y'all, this isn't even what I'm supposed to be talking about. And I know I say that every episode because I really do get off track when I talk. But when you see a grown man shed some tears you know it's serious. Like, that thing broke my heart. I was in my living room praying for, for him on behalf, interceding. Like, Lord, just send him his wife. Make her ready. Expedite it, Lord. This man is hurt and father. You know, like, that is some serious hurt. Not saying that women don't hurt. I mean, I know some hurt. But for a man to be comfortable enough to let us in on his vulnerabilities like that, you don't see that too often. Well, with that being said, y'all, please share, like my podcast, whatever it is that you can do with podcasts. I don't know. I'm, I'm used to saying share and like this page. Do that too. But I'm trying to get these followers up. I'm trying to get all of the, I'm trying to have like the most successful podcast before the year is out because I want to get on his couch. Don't ask me what I want to do after that. That's just a goal. That's a that's a short-term goal I have right now is working on being on future <laughs> wifey. I'm like, when I get on that show, because I'm going to say when. I'm going to say when. When I get on that show, I'm going to like completely fangirl. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. Like, my couch, my couch. You know, like, I'm seriously going to trip out. Y'all are going to be like, oh my gosh, we should have never helped her. Anyway. We're going to hop into this week's podcast. <laughs> um, y'all, I, the Lord was working on my heart as I was, I mean, I couldn't stop typing what I wanted to say. Um, I hope this goes well. We're going to see. We're going to find out. Uh, I titled this podcast, Pray in Secret. And it says in the book of Matthew chapter six, Jesus says, but thou, when you, when thou or you pray enter into your closet. And when you have shut the door, pray to the father, which is in secret, not the father, pray to your father, which is in secret and your father, which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. I don't even, 
even want to get, I don't want to talk about the last part, which says your father, which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. Because I feel like a lot of people put emphasis on just that part. And we have a bad habit as human beings here on this planet to cut out stuff that is very relevant. Like, I don't think a lot of people realize all of the instructions before the whole pray in secret and your father who, um, sees in secret shall reward you openly. There were a couple of things we have to do before we get to that part. And like I said, I think we have a bad habit as humans of cutting those instructions out. And that's where the problem is. We think we know better than God. <laughs> and I just want y'all to know, side note, this is not in my notes. Um, we think we know better than God. And that's the problem. We don't. How can we know what he's going to do. How can we anticipate his movements? We can't. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are, are higher than our ways. We can't. We can't ever know what our father in heaven is thinking or what he's getting ready to do because he's going to throw us off our game every single time. We're going to be surprised. I, I, I told y'all how this podcast came into being. Um, I had people telling me you're going to be a podcast. You're going to, you need to do podcasts. And I'm like, that's not, no, that is not my portion. <laughs> that's not what I agreed to. I did not say I was going to do that. Uh, well, here we are. Okay. The Lord orchestrated every movement, even like I have a, um, an Instagram account. I have a, a Instagram account, blessed is she that believed. And even with that, I started that in 2020. The reason why I know this is because this is where I got this material that I'm going to share with you tonight. So mind you, notice how I said, mind you, this account has been open since 2020. I've been posting since 2020, right? It's 2023. I was like, okay. Um, cause I was talking to my friend. My friend is a very smart very, I, I didn't think anyone was smarter than I am, but he has seemed to outsmarted me and he is very, um, strategic with planning and setting things in motion and getting people connected and things like that. So, um, if he's listening, thank you very much for pushing me out of my comfort zone. I don't like you. And, um, you made me mad with this one. So I'm just going to be obedient to the Lord. And I'm mad that the Lord used you to make me be obedient anyway. So <laughs> anyway, he was like, okay, you need material. You need to be putting out material everywhere. I'm like, I got a full-time job and a part-time job and I work, you know, I, I serve at my church full-time ministry and stuff like that. How am I supposed to do up? Man, as you can see, or as you can hear, I told you it's after midnight. It's almost one o'clock in the morning, y'all. But the Lord will renew my strength. Mm, mm, mm. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It's so many verses on strength. Y'all need to look them up. Anyway, so I'm going through my Instagram account because when I prayed that today, I said, Lord, I need material because he said I need to be putting stuff out every week. I need to be like having everything done. And lo and behold, I see my Instagram account in my mind's eye. And I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Um, well, let's go to your Instagram account. Go to the Instagram account. I have so much stuff on there. And Instagram, of course, only lets you put so many characters. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I took a post that came from like, three years, two years ago, <laughs> one that no one liked. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, so yeah, like, and then once I copied and pasted into my little, um, Google doc, I just kept adding to it, which, you know, I know that was the Holy spirit prompting me to do so. I mean, I was sitting here like, wow, this is a, mm, so yeah, we're going to talk about this today. It says, but now when you pray, when, when is a term of condition? Like it's, it's a, um, that's a conditional, like it has to do with time. When that means it's going to happen eventually. You're going to go in your prayer closet eventually, or when you're going to pray eventually, I mean, you're going to pray eventually. So when you pray, whatever time period that is, however often, 
enter into your closet. And when we read the scripture, we automatically think, okay, I need to go into my closet and pray literally. Um, yeah, you could do that. But what if, let's say you don't have a closet. I know that's hard to believe, but some people don't use, don't have a closet. They literally don't. They use the closet for an office or something. So, Hey, it is what it is. What if you feel the Holy Spirit move on you while you're in the shower? What if the Holy Spirit moves on you while you're in your car on the way to work? When Jesus instructed us to go into our closet, he didn't mean only go into a closet. He meant any secret place away from distractions, people, etc. For a season, my worship and prayer time was in my car on the way to church and to work. I remember some of the sweetest times in the presence of the Lord was on my way to work, driving in my vehicle. And sometimes when I would get to work, it would continue in my classroom. When I worked at... Um, in the primary levels, like, you know, K through five, as a special education teacher, I had a portable and I would get to work like six o'clock in the morning sometimes because, you know, special education teacher, you have like a lot of paperwork to do. And I would turn on some worship music, being that portable, turn, turning it out, just Holy Spirit, like all up and through there. I mean, I ain't cut the lights on. I'm walk, walking around in the dark, praising the Lord. Like I was, I didn't care. I was so free up and I... When I transferred to move up to high school, I literally cried. I cried so much leaving that portal because I was thinking about all those times of worship when I know that my worship and my prayers broke through and just those times that I had because I could go up to that school anytime. I had access to go to my classroom anytime because... I was in a portable, so it wasn't, um, there was were no security alarms or whatever on my portable. So I could go up there anytime I wanted to. And I just to get away. Cause at that time I was living with my parents and it was, you know, it's hard to like do what you do with the Lord when you live with people. Sometimes it's a little like, um, Hey, look, if you hear me shouting in tongues, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? So I would just go to my classroom and worship and just pray and just spend time with the Lord. I It was just, man, those are some good times. But it wasn't a closet. It was my classroom. Just anywhere where you can get away and be with the Lord, that's your closet. And he says, um, when he instructed us, to go into our closet, he didn't mean only go into the closet. He meant any secret place away from distractions, people, and etc. And like I said, for a season, my worship and prayer time was on in my car on the way to church. On Sundays, Wednesdays, choir rehearsals when I was um doing the sound and you know things like that for for the choir, like any time it was like Holy Spirit fall every time I get in the car. Even on my way to work, like I said, Holy Spirit fall every time I get in my car. Every time I get in my car, boom crying, trying not to run people over, trying not to speed, you know, just boom, Holy Spirit is falling. And now my season of prayer is when I'm in the shower with the bathroom door closed. I can't explain that y'all. <laughs> I can't explain that except for like demons don't like water. I do know that <laughs> evil spirits don't like water because Jesus is water. He's the living water. So they don't like the water. Um, and Sometimes I don't have time to eat breakfast because I'm in the bathroom having full out worship and praise time. And with every season, there may be um, a switch in your prayer location. Because like I said, it wasn't, um, there wasn't a time where I was in my shower before, but now I'm in my shower praising and worshiping God. So it just depends on the season that you're in, you just go with it. It may seem strange to you, but the Lord is doing that for a reason. Don't try to make it logical. What I've learned about the Lord is he likes variety. We are the ones who get stuck in patterns. Yes, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, but he is not going to allow us to put him in a box we have built for him because we are comfortable with how he does things this way or that. So what I'm saying is, Yes, he is a constant. He's our constant friend. He's our constant 
um, confidant. He's our constant way maker. He's our constant provider. But we don't know how he's going to provide in this season. We don't know how he's going to be our constant friend in this season. We don't know how he's going to be our constant way maker in this season because he switches it up. Don't we like variety? Where do you think we get that from? Our Heavenly Father. He is the same. He's going to show up every single time on his time, but every single time he's going to show up, but he's going to show up a different way. Just like when he asked Moses to speak to the rock instead of hitting the rock. Oh, Moses. That's another podcast, by the way. We'll get into that more later. But Moses didn't speak to the rock. He hit it when the Lord told him to speak to it. Okay. The Lord isn't going to do it the same way every time because your level of faith is supposed to be increasing. We're supposed to go from strength to strength, from glory to glory. So your level of faith is going to increase. So he may require you to trust him a different way, to trust him, but expect him to to show up even though it may look different than what you were expecting. You have to trust that it's what you needed. And that's why he did it that way. So, um... Yeah, we're just, let me just find out where I went. Cause I, that, that wasn't in my notes once again. Um, <laughs> you will cut off your blessings like that and go into a drought. Allow the Lord to lead you where he wants you when you spend quiet time with him. Don't neglect your quiet time. Don't neglect your quiet time. Trust me. I understand. It's like life gets busy, but I told y'all in the first episode um, of this season the Lord started telling me to wake up at 4.30. I'm like, I ain't waking up at 4.30. That's the devil telling me to do that. Ain't no way. But, you know, um, yeah, wake up at 4.30. Not just turn the alarm off. You actually got to get up and start moving. That's for me. He may be telling you to do spend time with him at midnight. I don't know. But I know for me, he told me to wake up at 4.30. And clearly, I have to get up at 4.30 because... I'm being required to do a lot of stuff in this season. Like I told you, I have a full-time job, a part-time job. I serve in my church in the sound tech media ministry. Um, I am doing podcasting now. I have a business to run. Like I'm being, I am being tugged and pulled in all different directions. So I have to be obedient and get up at 4.30 because I can't afford to sleep in. I have things to do. It's like, Time does not wait on anyone. It flies by. Tempest fugit. Tempest fugit. That's Latin for time flies. And it it really does. So if I don't get up at 4.30, I've already lost like an hour of of, of time that I could have been spending with the Lord and also working out. Because I was, you know, being over 35, it's no joke out here in these streets, okay? You got to work out. <laughs> you have got to put your body in physical motion. I mean, I was an athlete most of my life growing up until I got to college. I was like, I ain't doing nothing. And yes, when you cut out physical activity, yeah, things happen. So moving on, be obedient. Don't neglect that time with the Lord. Okay. Don't box him in. We always hear that God closes doors. No man can open. He opens doors. No man can close. It stems from the scripture in Revelation chapter three. Verse eight, which says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. What, why does the Lord give us the authority to close the door to our prayer closet? He gives us the authority to do so because it is our decision to seek him. He tells us that if we seek him, we will find him. Then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. That comes from Jeremiah 29, 12. Um, in 13, if we are trying to figure out where God is, maybe we need to go back to the place of the last instruction he gave us. Bloop. I did type in bloop. I did do that because I wanted to put some emphasis on that. Okay. Because that hit me when I was typing and I said, who is typing this? Cause this clearly wasn't my idea. Um, yeah, a lot of times we keep wondering, like God isn't listening to me. He's not answering my prayers. I can't hear him. But have we ever stopped to consider that maybe he is listening, but we can't hear him because he is at the last place he gave us the instructions. Like we, we've gone so far on our own way. His voice gets fainter and fainter. He, he comes as a still small voice. Most of the time, 
sometimes if I'm being real hard-headed, I get a little bit, it gets a little bit louder and I get scared. But most of the times it's still small voice. Um, don't don't wait till it get loud, y'all. Don't wait till it get loud. Don't wait till he get quiet after he told you to do something because you need to be scared, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, the further you move away from him, you're not going to hear his voice as clear as you were. You might need to go back to the last instructions he gave you. I'm just saying, I know from experience. Um, we left him back there to figure out how to do it our way. Why, why do we do that? We don't know our... There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the way of death. That comes from Proverbs. Don't ask me what chapter and verse, but that's from Proverbs. And I'm mad I spit it like that. But obviously, for obvious reasons, I know why I spit it like that. Because that is ingrained in my brain. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. We can't go out. That song, You Can Go Your Own Way, that's the lie from the pit of hell. But at the same time, it is telling the truth. It's an oxymoron. You can go your own way, but should you? No. <laughs> you should not go your own way. I advise not to. I give it one star. It's ghetto. Don't go your own way, y'all. Do not go your own way. Don't trust in your heart. Don't follow your heart because your heart is going to it's, it's gonna take you straight to hell. I'm being so honest because the Bible says the heart is deceitful, deceitfully wicked above, above all else. Who can know it? That's what the Bible says. You cannot follow your heart because if you follow your heart, you it's fickle. I mean, let's think about this. You have about a pair of shoes that you really, really love. You really, really love the shoes, right? Where them shoes? Where are those shoes now? Do you still wear them? Probably not. You probably don't wear those shoes. They're probably in the back of your closet or under your bed somewhere. Think about kids. Kids want, they beg, they beg and beg and beg for a certain type of toy for Christmas. And you go out there and you fight people in the crowds. Well, not so much now. I'm so glad the Black Friday period is over with, okay? But you, back then in the Black Friday period where people were standing in line and getting injured over buying Xboxes and, and unnecessary things of that nature just to make their children happy. How long did that child play with that toy? I'll wait. Probably what, two seconds? And then the toy was broken or it was under the bed somewhere? Yeah, that's because your heart is fickle. You want that, but do you need it? Your heart is telling you, yeah, go, go, go get that, go get that. Go get those chicken wings. Go get those, go get those french fries. Go get those french fries and those lemon pepper wings. Yeah, you deserve it. You treat yourself, don't cheat yourself. And as soon as you eat it, I feel so fat. Oh my gosh, look at how bloated I am. Oh, don't listen to your heart. Your heart will have you out here in these streets looking fool. Anyway, I know that's improper English. I know I'm an English teacher. Don't hey, look, don't judge me. It's it's Friday. Well, Saturday now. But when you go back to that last set of instructions he gave to you, I can guarantee that he is still there waiting for you to get into position with what he told you to do. When you shut the door, you are not just shutting the door to people who can cut your prayers down before they take off, but you are also shutting the door to your disobedience, selfishness, and sin. We are then told to pray to the Father which is in secret. Psalm 91 and 1 says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You have to live in the secret place. That's what dwell means. To abide means to wait in expectation. Oh my gosh, because abide and dwell are synonyms, but abide is an archaic term that really no one says, let's abide together. Nobody says that. Nobody really says dwell, but we say live. Okay. Let's live together. Let's, let's, yeah, let's do this together. You know, let, nobody says abide anymore. It's archaic. It's an archaic term. So when I started looking in deeper, like what's the difference between dwell and abide? Dwell, I already knew that definitely means to live. And then, but abide means to wait in expectation. I was like, so he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide 
under the shadow of the Almighty. If you put those words in, those meanings in, instead of the word, it reads, He that dwells and he that lives in the secret place of the Most High shall wait in expectation under the shadow of the Almighty. That's what that scripture is saying. And when we pray, are we waiting in expectation? <sighs> when we pray, are we waiting to have a microwave response time for an oven answer? Many of us are praying for huge things, but we are expecting it to come in 2.5 nanoseconds after we say amen. Like, who does that? And I'm slowly raising my hand right now because that is me. It is I. Tis I. Who does that? Okay? I have gotten better, but still, it is still like, Stephanie, what are you doing? <laughs> why are you like this? Like, why? In this season, I'm realizing how impatient I am. Every word from the Lord I hear is the same consistent thing. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait. <laughs> it's like, why? I thought I've been waiting for the past 15 years. I'm still waiting. What kind of doctor's office is this? What kind of establishment is this? Where's the manager? Like, my goodness. And I have to think about Abraham. And Sarah. Oh, okay, never mind. I ain't even gonna complain. I'm not gonna complain about this. <laughs> I'm not gonna complain about it. Cause I think about Abraham and Sarah, old Abe and old Sarah. You know, like I don't think we all I don't to be honest, I don't think we have a right to complain when we think about them. We do not have a right to complain about anything we've had to wait on. Because those two, I listen, when I get to heaven, I want to see them. I want to see them and shake their hand and say, thank you for your wait time because it was an inspiration to me. I, I just, <sighs> I mean, when people tell me that to wait, stay the course, it's coming. I slowly die inside every time I hear it. It's like, oh my gosh, if I hear wait one more time. If I hear it one more again, I'm going, I'm just going to scream. And yes, I am dying inside because my flesh doesn't like to wait. I know I am the only person. I have to be the only person who's listening to the podcast. Cause I'm going to listen to this and just shake my head. Like, why am I like this? Um, I'm going to be the only person listening to this that knows and, and knows about themselves that they don't like to wait. I, I have to be the only person in the world. Um, and I know I am the only one here that is working through being delivered from impatience. Now, I will say that it's not like that for everything because it's not. It's several areas that I can count on that I have no problem waiting in. Like, um, let's see, when I went to school, I didn't mind waiting to graduate because I know it's a process. I can literally see myself getting to the end because I have an outline. I have something visual to go by. Okay, I did this, I did that, I did that, and now I'm about to graduate. I have a checklist. There's no checklist with the Lord. All I have is be obedient and wait. That's it. And it's like, but I thought I was waiting. Mm -mm. We got to fix this area again. <sighs> Listen, there's no checklist. That you know what the you know what you know what the checklist is. Yes, we do have a checklist. I misspoke. We do have a checklist. It's called the Word of God. It's called the Bible. That's what it's called. It's called that. Okay, read it. That's the checklist. That's the checklist. All them Psalms and Proverbs. Read, go through them. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm because that's the checklist. All right. <laughs> uh. There are certain areas I'm like, can we flash forward? Not flashback, but flash forward to the next episode. I almost sounded like Ice Cube a little bit there. Shouts out to him. Um, I, I pray that you find Jesus, sir. Anyway. <laughs> that was a good song, though. Anyway, nevertheless. <laughs> I'm like, can we flash forward to the next episode of this series? Because this makes no sense. Like, the next episode of my life can we just flash forward like the next season? Can we flash forward to that? But it's like, 
I don't want to mess. I don't want to mess up by flashing for it. I don't want to mess up by skipping over stuff. I don't want to mess up by being expedited because I was too impatient to wait. So the Lord was like, all right, here you go. Have it. Because I just don't want to do that. I don't want to complain so much that the Lord gives me, allows me to have a blessing, allows me to walk into something that I was going to walk into or get anyway, but it's happening sooner than it was supposed to. And it's actually a curse because the blessings of the Lord make it rich and, and add, he adds no sorrow to it. So it's like, mm, I'll wait. Cause when I think about it, it, it just makes me go mm -mm. because I have received stuff that I wanted, but it's because I forced it and I got it too soon. And it was like a burden. It was like, you know what? I I didn't really need this after all. Can you take this back? Can I can I um take this back to um to the store? Like, can I get my money back? Can I get a refund? No, <laughs> you deal with that. <laughs> Why? It's too much. Well, you wanted it. You wanted it. You made it away. Okay. Eventually, it worked out, but it was just like, why did I do this to myself? Like I wanted a dog when I bought my house in 2020. I was like, I'm going to buy a dog, I'm going to buy a dog, I'm going to buy a dog. My mama was like, do you really need a dog right now? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Y'all, mm, I love my daughter. I love her. But let me tell you something. That first year, whoo, child. Mm, 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 mm. It, was, it was some growth that had to happen. I'm, I I know that the Lord allowed me to get her because when I went to go get her from the pound, when they brought her out of her cage, she, she walked off with me. Like, yeah, she walked off with me. Okay. She's a pit bull. I love my baby. She walked off with me and it was like, we going home now. It's like, she was mine before I knew she was mine. I can't even explain that, but she, it's like, she chose me. So I know the Lord allowed me to have her. Because like I told y'all, I um, deal with anxiety. And the let me tell y'all the crazy thing. I didn't realize pit bulls have high anxiety. I, I did not realize that. So she has anxiety and I'm dealing with anxiety. And my mom was like, how does a, a person who is dealing with anxiety get a dog that has anxiety? I said, mama, this is ghetto. She said, it really is. So, <laughs> but when I tell you, that's my ride or die. I love my baby. I love my Stacey Ann. Yes, she is Stacey Ann. She's from Georgia, okay? We're, we live in Georgia. She has two names that we go together. Stacey Ann, all right? Now, leave us alone. Leave us be. Um, Yeah, I'm so grateful for her, though. Um, I didn't realize how selfish I was. <laughs> and how spoiled I was. <laughs> And how stingy I was. I did not realize that until I had to take care of, I want to say something else, someone else, because she's a whole person. When I had to start taking care of someone else, that's how I realized, oh my gosh, I'm really that needy. I'm, oh Lord, have mercy. It's like she was a mirror of myself because she acts, everybody says she acts just like, I'm like, how does a dog act just like a human? She's spoiled. She wants all the attention. She wants you to always look at her. I was like, I don't want to be like that anymore. And <laughs> so it was a lesson. It was a lesson. It has been a lesson. Um, and she's still the same way, but I changed. She changed me. A lot of times we want we pray for the other person to change or the situation to change. And we're actually the ones who end up changing. So um, one of the areas that I... And working through the impatience with <laughs> has been singleness, or I call it singlehood, because these single streets are not for the weak. Okay, if you are considering getting divorced or you've contemplated it, listen, don't do it. I don't care how loud he snores, make that work, sis. Put some plugs in his nose or something. Well, can you put plugs in something? You know what? The strips to go on the nose. You can't put plugs in people's nose. Well, they can breathe through their mouth. 
Whatever the case may be, get a, a Sealy Posturepedic thing, one of them sleep number mattresses that raise up so he can, he can stop snoring, sis. Make that work. Make it work. Or either go to bed before he go to bed so you could already be in your REM cycle sleep when he's just getting to bed. That way you don't have to hear him. I don't care that she puts the air, she wants the air on 59.9 degrees. Buy thermal everything, bro. Don't come out of covenant unless it is absolutely no way to resolve it. Like, y'all putting y'all hands on each other. Then y'all just need to separate. And I know the Lord don't like divorce. He hates divorce. But nobody need to be putting their hands on anybody. You don't put your hands on other people's children. You just don't. Don't put your hands on other people's children. Y'all see a single folk with the whole bed to ourselves, not having to share food or just going and coming whenever. But listen, it's overrated. Cause, um, yeah, don't, don't do it to yourself. Cause you got to think y'all don't put time into that marriage. And if there is a way to reconcile, if there is a way to make it work, then make it work. Y'all got time in. Some people be getting divorced after 20 some years. Y'all, let me tell you something. 20 years in, that's two decades. Do y'all understand that kind of time that you've put in? to a relationship and then it's just over like why i i mean i know y'all have reasons but oh lord 20 years in i've seen it i've seen people they throw in the towel after 20 years let me tell you something you're not the same age you were when you went into the marriage at after 20 years you're a little bit you know seasoned these streets ain't for you these young girls don't be cooking no more. Men, these young girls don't cook. They don't clean no more like they used to. You can't go get go get one of these young girls if you want to. One of these city girls, they're going to be expecting you to flew them out. <laughs> and you probably ain't got no money after the divorce. Cause <laughs> I'm sorry. Women, women, if you don't put 20, 15, 10, even 10 years in... You're not leaving the marriage the same age you were when you entered the marriage. Stuff is... Mm. Gravity is not kind to anyone. And that's all I'm going to say. All right? And these young dudes, they... That I, I don't even have nothing to say on that one because, listen, these young dudes... Even the dudes that are around your age, they, mm -mm. they cut from a different cloth than the cloth is a napkin. Okay? Not all of them, but enough of them to make you go, what did I just do? Like, that's what I'm telling y'all. It's a way to make it work. Make it work. Don't come out to these streets. Don't come out to these streets. <laughs> you, you're going to be mad. Don't come out to these streets. Whew, child. That's not even what I was supposed to be talking. Once again. <sighs> it's a season of waiting for me. And the Lord is breaking this impatient spirit off of me hard. I'm in a chokehold once again. But it's okay because when I step on the scene with my men, the Lord will be real. See, when you get in that secret place, you can't be impatient. We have to come to the secret place expecting to wait on the Lord to show up whenever he knows we are ready for him. I think a lot of times we feel like when we show up, the Lord should be waiting on us. Like, wait, who are you, Great Mountain, that you should not bow low? We always want to sing that line with force from the song. We're like, who are you, Great Mountain, that you should not bow? Like, you know, be hitting all kind of notes and stuff. But what if you're the mountain? Mm. What if you're the mountain that won't bow low? What if you're actually the one battling the Lord? You know he never lost a battle. And he never will. Never will. He never lost. You got to bow. You have to submit yourself. You have to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Whew. We have, what if we have an ego that won't bow? We must come into that secret place with humility, respect, and gratitude. That we can even approach his, his throne boldly. Says we can come boldly to the throne of grace. Like 
The only reason we can do that is because of Jesus. Jesus died on the cross and rent the veil in twain. He tore it in two. So that way there's no separation anymore between us and God. We can go to the father through his son, Jesus Christ. You cannot go to the father without Jesus. I don't care what the other religions say. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. <sighs> Narrow is the way that leads to everlasting life. Wide is the way that leads to destruction. That means there's more people going on that way. That's why it's wide. Narrow means it's not that many people going on that way. So you got all these religions saying um, it's multiple gods. and No, it ain't. It's just one heavenly father. It's one heavenly father and one son, Jesus. Yeah. You can't go to the father but through him. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the father but by him. Why do we think that we can circumvent Jesus? You can't leave Jesus out. Why? Why do you? God can't even be. God can't be in around humans because we are. We have sinful flesh. The only time we can actually be in the father's presence is when we have transitioned into glory because we have gotten rid of the flesh. The flesh is gone. I told y'all before we're spiritual beings having an earthly experience. This flesh is one day going to be gone. That's the only time we can go and see the father. If you have Jesus, Jesus came so that Jesus is the mediator. He is the bridge between humankind and the, our heavenly father, our perfect heavenly father who cannot be around any sin. Remember when Jesus was on the cross, he cried out and said, Father, why have you forsaken me? Because Jesus at that point in time had taken on the sin of the world. God cannot have sin in his presence. So why do we think we can just march up to God without Jesus? Jesus is our covering. He keeps us. If you go back to the Old Testament and read the, the laws of how the priest had to go and pray for the Israelites in the inner, um, the Holy of Holies. If you read the whole process of that, I, I don't even know how we here. I really don't even understand how we made it. <laughs> I just don't. I don't understand how we're here, how God even allows us to, to be here because it couldn't have been me. I couldn't have been God. Cause let me tell you something. <laughs> no, I just, I don't even understand. It's because he loves us. He loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He loves us so much. He sacrificed his son. He allowed his son to be sacrificed just for you, just for me. So that one day when we leave this earth, we can spend all eternity with God because eternity is a long time to say, listen, if you don't believe anything else, I say, if you don't believe anything, I say, I, I really, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care because I'm being obedient to the Lord. So you can take it or leave it. But once you have heard me saying all of this stuff, when you have to stand before God, because everybody's going to stand before God, everybody's going to stand before God and give an account for everything that was done in this body. Everything you said, every thought you had, everything you did, you have to give an account to God one day. And if you are listening to this podcast, you can never say you didn't know because I am pre, I am, ooh, I almost said I'm preaching. Oh, I'm not preaching. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Ooh, almost. Ooh, y'all heard that? Freudian slip. <laughs> I am talking about Jesus. <laughs> I'm talking about Jesus. And because I'm talking about Jesus and telling you, you should, you, you need to choose him. And I'm telling you all of this background information. That means you have heard it. Your spirit has, has listened to it. You can never say, you can never say you didn't know. Never ever in your life. Can you say you didn't know because you heard this podcast? Gotcha. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Gotcha. That's how the Lord works. You see how the Lord Flip my life upside down, like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air just came in and flipped it up. So now 
you have a choice to make. Are you going to choose life, which is choosing life with Jesus? Or are you going to continue to choose death, which is living in the world, doing whatever you want to being disobedient to the will of God for your life? You know, that's your choice. The choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. I had to throw that in there. I had to throw that in there. So, yeah. And you don't know when you're going, your soul is going to be required of you. You don't know. That's the other thing. That's the other catch. See, you can get off this podcast. You could, you could, you could stop it right now. Like, I'm not listening to this foolishness. I'm not choosing Jesus. Jesus is, who is he? He was just a man. He was, he's some, he's some man, white man made up. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all don't stop listening to that foolishness right there, I don't even have time to get into that because I'm pretty sure it's almost two o'clock in the morning. I hadn't even checked my phone. Stop listening to that foolishness. Just stop. Because at the end of the day, okay, you can say all of that. You can say a white man made all this up, but what are you going to do? Are you going to choose Jesus or no? I don't care about all that stuff. Are you going to choose Jesus or no? Because eternity is a long time to be wrong. I heard my pastor say that researchers were like, to equate eternity, to make it relevant to us, it's like going to the beach and picking and getting every grain of sand off the Can you get every grain of sand off of every beach in the world? Every grain or counting every grain of sand on every beach. That's what it was. Counting every grain of sand on every beach in the world. And that still won't equal eternity. That's how long eternity is. And eternity is a long time to be wrong. Because here's the thing. The Bible even says, for those who believe in Jesus and this isn't true, we're the, we're, we're the most miserable people of all. That's what Apostle Paul said that. I can't remember which book, but it, Apostle Paul said it. He said, if we're wrong, if people who are professing Christ are wrong, then we're the most miserable people of all. But let me tell you this. I would rather profess Christ in this lifetime and follow him and choose him every single day of my life and die and then find out he was actually who he said he is, which I already know he is, than to deny him on this side and find out he really is who he said he is. Because then what's going to happen to you? Mm. I mean, what are we really losing by professing Christ on this side and finding out, okay, well, hey, I guess, you know, ain't no heaven, ain't no hell, whatever. What are we losing? We're not really losing anything if it's not true on the other side, are we? No. But what if we lose everything because it is true on the other side? It is. I know it's true because I read the word of God. I know it's true because I've seen how the Lord has transformed my life and turned it all the way around. I know it's true because the sin I was in, I couldn't get out myself. It was only through the power of Jesus Christ that got me out of there and broke every chain of bondage. That's how I know it's true. You don't have to believe anything I'm saying because I know I got people from all over the world listening right now. You don't have to believe anything I'm saying. But what if you're wrong? What if... Jesus is who he said he is because he is. He says, I am. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man goes to the Father but by me. You cannot get to the Father if you don't go to the Son first. You don't pray to Mary. Oop, no, you don't. She has no power. Jesus has the power. You pray to the Son and the Father will hear you. And that's all I got to say today. Well, this morning, whatever time it is in your area, that's all I have. So we're going to close out with prayer. And I hope that y'all have a great rest of your week because I truly believe somebody's receiving that today and they are going to accept Jesus. And once you accept Jesus into your heart, you need to get with a local ministry that preaches the word of God, unadulterated, unfiltered. Like they're not adding sugar to the, to the macaroni and cheese or potato salad. They just give you straight up what it is. You need to get in a ministry like that. 
I pray that you find one because you need to fill up on the word of God. You need to meet. You need to meet in the potatoes of the word. You don't need no uh, cereal, no Reese's Pieces cereal, which I like that cereal, by the way. I'm not throwing any shade, but you don't need any extra sugar. You don't need nothing. You just need the straight meat and potatoes, okay? That's how you That's how you got to live this Christian life. You got to, you, and, and especially in these last days, the milk is fine for a little while, but it's like everything's getting expedited. You're going to have to jump on that meat and potatoes pretty soon. So anyway, let's bow our heads. Wherever you are, if you're driving, don't bow your head. Don't do that, okay? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now for the word that has gone forth. Thank you, Father, for using your vessel to um, speak your word. Father, I just ask that you cover every ear that has listened to this podcast. I pray a special covering of protection right now, Father God, that there are no interferences, no disruptions, no delays to what you have for them, Father. I pray that there's no retaliation um, to this word in the name of Jesus. We just come against every uh, verbal attack. We come against every um, form of backlash, midlash, and forelash. We just thank you right now, Father God, for your covering, for your protection. We thank you for your angels excelling in strength, Father God, to protect each and every person, Father, who is listening. We just thank you right now that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, Father. We thank you. And we glorify your name. We just pray a special prayer for anyone who accepts Jesus on this while listening to this podcast. We just thank you right now that they admit that they are a sinner and they believe in their heart that Jesus is Lord of all. And they confess with their mouth that Jesus is their Lord. And you have raised him from the dead after three days and that you sent him here to save us to save that person who is listening who opens their heart right now and they're trusting you with their lives they give you everything father they're giving themselves away to you father god we just thank you right now that the angels are rejoicing for souls that are saved through this podcast and we just thank you in jesus name we pray amen thank y'all for joining me this day for this episode of blessed is she that believed and i pray that y'all are blessed i pray that y'all are going to abide in the shadow of the almighty waiting in expectation and that you believe something amazing something wonderful is going to happen to you this week that should be your affirmation something great something amazing something marvelous something wonderful is going to happen to you this week talk to y'all later y'all have a great rest of your week